Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Predetermined Presents Nice Boys Who Like Death Matches and Dot Dot Dot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello everyone. I think that this week is going to be Nice Boys Who Like Deathmatch Wrestling and the Dot 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 is Fast That's 9. <laughs> or the official title, F9, The Fast Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, whew. are we going to get into it? Right? You know what? Why bury the lead? Yeah, let's like, not bury the lead. This is, uh, everyone know that this is going to be the topic of conversation for the entire episode. You may say, we're here for the death matches. And I said, well, motherfucker, I waited two years for a new Fast and Furious movie. It finally came out. Let's take a break and enjoy some high art. Absolutely. High art. I bet that is chef's kiss. That <laughs> describes that movie to a T. High action art. You can be high while you watch it. You can. <laughs> so absolutely, <laughs> we went to see it opening night in IMAX, and I do need to say our friend Kevin went with us. Yes, he did. Kevin is a film critic for the Nashville Scene, I believe. Yes, is that, that's the, I the, so. the, the publication the, 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 he works the, for. The, yeah. So I'll, I read Kevin's reviews. He's very serious about film. <laughs> so I was a little worried going into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that Kevin was going to hit it with his critic side. Yeah. And I'll let you know, all my fears went out the window when I pulled up to that theater and saw a motherfucker dressed as John Cena. He was, he was in full jorts, full <laughs> jorts, green John Cena shirt, green John Cena hat. As soon as I, so I pulled into the parking lot. I haven't even got to tell you this. I pulled into the parking lot and I saw somebody walking up and I saw the green shirt and the jorts, and I was like, there's no way that somebody dressed up as John Cena to come to see this movie. And then not only did somebody dress up as John Cena to come see this movie, but it was a person that I am friends with. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. <laughs> you showed up the exact way. And the first thing he said to me is I was like, what's up, Kevin? And he goes, how did you see me? God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. And I will say Kevin enjoyed the movie the exact way it was intended to be enjoyed. Yes. He, I would describe Kevin's laughter throughout the movie as he scream laughed. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and did Kevin cause a little bit of a scene at the Cineplex? Maybe a little. Yeah, maybe just a touch. But he, by the end of that movie, they... They there were people who thanked him for the fact that he was laughing <laughs> because I think that there was this level of of I would say 50 percent of that crowd takes the fast saga very seriously, like don't see the irony in it at all. The other 50 percent were people like you, me. Kevin, the other people sitting next to us, where every action sequence, our entire aisle, it felt like was laughing at what was going on. It was awesome. <laughs> I will never get tired of thinking of the people in front of us when Kevin would laugh, would turn <laughs> around to look at Kevin. And I know... There is no way they expected to turn around and see a grown man dressed as John Cena. <laughs> they had to be the, the most confused group of human beings in the entire world. Because 
from all perspectives, it looks like we're taking this so seriously. And then what what I felt like we needed to explain to them was is like, oh no, I take the fact that I'm seeing a Fast and the Furious movie seriously. But the other side of that is is that it is unintentionally one of the best comedies <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Hands down. I know some people have an issue with the serious dialogue and how serious the Fast and Furious gets. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. I need that. I need Vin Diesel to have a serious monologue <laughs> about family at least two to three times throughout that movie. Absolutely. You need him to be serious. And I believe that you and I talked about it, how Tyrese is the most self-aware character in that movie. <laughs> he does everything except for look directly into camera and go, yeah, this fucking shit's actually happening in, in this movie. <laughs> so I guess before we get into the movie, uh, let's go ahead and just say spoilers. We're going to ruin it all. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you have not seen this movie, uh, number one, what the fuck are you doing with your life? What did you have going on this weekend that you didn't have <laughs> yeah. two and a half, three hours to go kill? Uh, honestly, nothing is more important than... Fast nine. Dom and the boys. Dom and the boys. <laughs> so, and number two, you should probably stop the episode like ah, right around here and pick it up after you go and see it. Or you know what? Maybe uh, there's no way we can do a companion piece to the movie, <laughs> like like an uh, like a, an alternate commentary for the uh, for the movie. Man, that'd be fun though. Shit, you want to sit down and record <laughs> ten commentaries? I'm down. <laughs> any time (laughs) all right sounds good sounds good (laughs) Uh, i will say i said something in the last podcast that ended up not being true what's that i said ben stiller was in it yeah i looked at i looked online and i found where that was like a thing but it turned out just a rumor oh from like march how much fun would that have been? But I really want, would want Ben Siller to be Zoolander. Like, <laughs> like, like the most arbitrary, weird crossover that you could get out of the Fast movies. <laughs> well, we did get Cardi B. Yes, we did. And it was amazing. <laughs> she only has a second, but she says something to the fact. Like, she kind of progresses the plot a little bit by being like, Here's a gun. It's got his fingerprints on it. You're going to need this. <laughs> yeah. She's like talking about, because it's her and Helen Mirren's relationship. Helen Mirren's relationship with Cardi B, correct? Am I wrong about this? No, you are correct. Um, and the first thing I thought was, I, you and I were sitting next to each other watching the movie, and I was tickled at the fact that Cardi B was in this movie. It just, everything she said made me laugh out like made me laugh it it was that great it was great to just see cardi b being taken seriously in that role man she's like i'm running shit i've been traveling (laughs) it's so good it's so good because it's somebody i didn't expect to be in that movie so overall i will say this movie if i had to put where it ranks amongst the other movies it's pretty low with the new ones that being said, the worst Fast and Furious movie is still better than your average movie. Are we talking Tokyo Drift? You can talk all of them. Yeah. I, I don't think... You, are you putting Tokyo Drift as the I worst? would say that's my lowest. See, my lowest is Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Oh, man. But that's when Dom 
comes. And Brian get back together. <laughs> I know. And without that, we wouldn't get to five where yeah. the rock comes in. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that's the only reason. That's the only reason that I would put four above three is because you get Dom and Brian back. I mean, you technically did get Dom at the end of three. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, I just want, listen, I want my Paul's walker and, <laughs> and my Ben's diesel. <laughs> but the action set pieces in this movie were big enough and memorable enough to not matter that they talk so much in this movie. Yes, there is a lot of dialogue in this movie. So for the last podcast... I went to see Hobbs and Shaw 14 times in theaters. <laughs> it was kind of, it just became a bit, but that is also one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I could break that record with this movie, but I think it would be fucking painful. <laughs> <laughs> so how many times have you seen it up to now? I've seen it three times. Okay. I, I saw it in IMAX twice. <laughs> okay. And I saw it in the 4DX. How was the 4DX experience? Have you ever experienced 4DX? I have never experienced 4DX. You don't need to. <laughs> it, is, it is easily the worst way you can watch a movie <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> Uncomfortable chair? Check. <laughs> Check. Getting sprayed in the face with water? <laughs> Check. Check. It's got little fists built into the back of the seat, so you're getting to punch you in the back. But what sucks is this is the least punchy of the Fast and Furious. Yeah, and there's nothing they can do while they're just talking at me, which is the majority of the movie. Oh, can I ask a question? You and I had you and I had a not necessarily a bet, but you and I had talked about the 4DX experience, and I know that they offer bubbles in the 4DX experience. Was it during space? There were no bubbles. That's fucking bullshit. Don't advertise <laughs> if you're not going to deliver. I want goddamn bubbles during space. Everything floating around. Ah, that's fucking frustrating. <laughs> and you mentioned the word space. So you threw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. go to fucking space. Yeah, they go movie, to fucking space. Hey, if they're not going to space, what has all this been for? <laughs> I feel like I got to tell that story. Do it. That's why I, I was setting you up for that. So... I lived in LA for quite a while. Leah worked, my wife worked at a diner and she had a regular that came in all the time that, uh, she eventually, she told me his name and I was like, fuck, you know who that is, right? It's a writer of fast and furious, Chris Morgan. <laughs> fuck yeah. And I said to her, she got like friendly enough with him that I said, can you pass on a message for me? And I said, tell him if they are not in space by number 10, this was for nothing. <laughs> What? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> and what she said to him was, "My husband has a question." He said, "Okay, shoot." She said, "He wants to know if they're going to space." He said, "Does he want them to?" She said, "Yes." He said, "Then it's done." <laughs> this was years before they started <laughs> the online petitions and everything for space. The, he, I would like to feel like I am a little personally responsible for the finale of Fast 9. Well, you have to assume that the diner he was going to, he was writing the Fast movies. Like, like, like how is that not your full-time job? If I was writing the Fast and the Furious movies, you and I talked about this after the movie was over. We sat through the whole credits. 
in our seats. We watched the credits. Yeah. Because we're respectful. Yeah, because we're fucking respectful to everybody who worked on this damn movie. I got to know who the caterer was. Yeah. (laughs) Where were you filmed? (laughs) Um, But so we we're sitting there and I believe that my exact verbiage to you was, can you imagine being a writer on the Fast and the Furious movies? And if you're new to that job, if you're one of the new writers, you go, I wonder if they would do this in the Fast and the Furious universe. And every writer's response is, absolutely, we can do whatever we want. This is the Fast and the Furious franchise. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And they have established that by them going to space in this was not a big deal. No, it was it was a subplot to this movie. It like I would say the C subplot. I wouldn't even say that this was the A story. This was like B or C. Like Dom talking about his family is definitely B plot. And A is we've got to stop this outrageous thing that takes over all all electronic devices because that's what it was was is that that yes that's the reason they go to space but it was almost throwaway it was (laughs) for as much as they talk in this fucking movie they did not talk for a second about how they got to space there was more conversations about magnets in that movie than space (laughs) which i have heard some people say they didn't love the magnets I fucking love I the fucking magnets. I fucking love the magnets. How do they work? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the magnets because it made every fight with the magnets fucking hilarious. Because it, they were just... Because the magnets didn't share um, the same physics at any time in that movie. <laughs> At times, when they turned it up to 10, it would pull cars that were driving next to them. And other times in the movie, they would pull the magnets to 10 and would pull cars through fucking buildings. (laughs) The magnets created a lot of destruction. And in all of these movies, Dom Toretto and his crew lay waste to cities. Just absolute chaos. How many people do you think he killed? That we did not see on screen. <laughs> so many. Like at one point he's using like fucking uh, washing machines as a weapon with the with the, the magnet. Yeah. You can't tell me five or six people didn't get hit by those Absolutely. when it was done flying. Yeah, because you don't know where those washing machines came from. Nor does Dom Toretto care. Yeah, yeah he doesn't fucking care. He's going to drive in his car and he's going to turn on the magnets and he's going to throw washing machines at John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the other thing that I thought about, like, I've just, I've really thought about this movie a lot. And one of the things that, can you imagine being a civil engineer (laughs) in the Fast and the Furious movies after they've been to your city, (laughs) how much work you have to do just to clean up for the fact that Dom and his family have been in town. These motherfuckers are going worldwide, destroying the largest cities in the world. Again, okay, so we've already set the bar. We've already set the bar. Space was the bar. If you don't get Mr. Worldwide in these movies, what the fuck are we doing? I need Pitbull in these motherfuckers. (laughs) 
There's no reason that Pitbull isn't already in these movies. I, he that's wants what I'm to be. Saying. He should have been in it. <laughs> They're splitting the last one in half. There's plenty of time. <laughs> I think that's the new. I think that's the new petition we need to start. We need to get Mister Worldwide in these movies, and I don't care if it's. I don't care if it's from a perspective of he's a character, or I want him to prince the soundtrack like prince did with the batman movie i want him to write an entire accompanying soundtrack and it's nothing but pitbull music i mean i'm sold <laughs> I, you don't have to yeah like this is i'm the audience for this <laughs> right like i will buy that i will buy that album on vinyl for my house (laughs) (laughs) and will be a religious experience when I listen to it. And I will make sure that it's one of those, those records that I listen to at least once a year. And I want it double. I want it double vinyl. And I want, (laughs) I want 180 grams. I want color. I want the color (laughs) vinyl. And I want a big picture of Dom Toretto on the front of that thing. (laughs) A picture disc. Just Vin Diesel's face right on the cover. Yep, And it just spins. (laughs) Did you see that uh, Pitbull's coming to Nashville? No. Pitbull and Iggy Azalea are playing Bridgestone. That's pretty. That's a that's a pretty that's a stout show. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've seen Pitbull for a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we just <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> listen. Pitbull doesn't need any help in his career, but here we are helping Pitbull out in his career. Sure, Pitbull has a NASCAR. No, I was watching NASCAR with my dad. Pitbull has a car. I was, I was like, "There's Mister Worldwide." Does I he... shouted that, and he's like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'm like, "It's Pitbull." Like, is it a picture of Pitbull on the car? I didn't see what was on the car, but he does have. He he's he's there. He's there. He's he's in it. He's, he's doing it. Oh man, man! Imagine the life that Pitbull lives. He can go anywhere, do he's anything. Go, he's Mister Worldwide. <laughs> World. Fucking wide. <laughs> That's almost a better name than like Mr. Fantastic. You're absolutely right. He's ge- he gave himself a name that lets him have the powers to do anything. God damn it. Like he does those fucking stupid cricket or boost commercials and, you know, is hocking shitty phones. <laughs> and in those commercials, he's riding on PJs. <laughs> <laughs> And that is 100% not the market for Boost Mobile. <laughs> if you, what would you do if you meet Pitbull, his phone rings, and he pulls out a cricket? I, I, I don't know. I would think I would this do. isn't Pitbull. Yeah, this is, this is either A, not Pitbull, or B, it's a burner phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got, he's got several cricket phones that he's using to call drug dealer. <laughs> because he has to have one everywhere because he's Mr. Fucking Worldwide. Absolutely. Oh, man. But anyway, so back to fucking Faster Than the Furious. Well, just so we can tie it into wrestling for a okay, minute. Because I think, you know, it, we owe the people that. Yeah. John Cena's in this movie. Yeah. Who, over the last few years, people have realized is really, really fun in movies. Absolutely. But I think they forgot that he kind of sucks in action movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I prefer, I like my John Cena in a comedy. He... I don't know what it is, but like in movies like The Marine, I can't think of. <laughs> I forgot how dog shit that movie is. <laughs> he like a wrestler shouldn't be that bad at action. 
<laughs> it's like, kind you of would a think crime. That it's his wheelhouse. It isn't. Yeah. His his wheelhouse is that he's somehow really funny and really buff. <laughs> right. And then and then he goes, look like, isn't it funny how buff I am? <laughs> like, when your dialogue stands out as shitty in a Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> you've done something spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. The, yes. That is something that you could regardless of how John Cena feels about it, that is something you could hang your hat on forever, John. Is that your dialogue was so shitty? I forgot how bad Vin Diesel's dialogue was. <laughs> and that being said, love Dom and the boys. Absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. But what I will say, also say to that, to that is, is that, is that if as long as Dom is talking about family, he'll get there. Like I feel like most of his lines are very improv in this movie. Like I will, like that's how I felt the entire time we watched that movie. Was is like. Oh, they gave him a very loose script. And they were like, I don't know. Talk about family some we more. We shoot these like a Christopher Guest movie. He's just... <laughs> he's so familiar with the character. He just knows exactly what Dom would say. He goes, he goes hey, um, at some point, Dom kind of became Xander Cage. Xander Cage, right? It's, his last name's Cage in Triple X, right? That's not... Yeah. yeah. Kane? Uh, Cage. Cage. Yeah. I think it's Cage. I, I'm not as big a fan of the Triple X movies. They came out, Triple X came out the same weekend as The Transporter. Right. Okay. Fair enough. And The Transporter was my shit. Like two bald guys were going up against each other that weekend. And let me just tell you, one of those motherfuckers (laughs) took a dinner tray and knocked a missile away. (laughs) And it wasn't Vin Diesel. Damn right. (laughs) Jason Statham for the fucking win. He also did the Crank movies. You and I have had that conversation before about how great the Crank movies are. Yeah. There's nothing better. Like, honestly, we could do a whole episode on Crank, too. Yeah, how good that the, is. yeah the fucking Crank movies are great. Um, but what I will say is, is that I feel like it is the, it's the lowest stakes improv of all time. Because realistically, as long as they get to those action beats about every four pages... They're fucking golden. Like, people are going to buy tickets to the fucking Fast movies. Like, I had a conversation with someone at work who non-ironically loves the Fast movies. I don't think there's a problem with that. I think I unironically love the Fast okay, movies. Okay, but, but yours is based in irony. Like, is the it? love, I would say the love, did, did the love start in irony? I legitimately did not enjoy... I remember seeing the first one in theaters, the second one in theaters, seeing the preview for the third and saying, I'm all set. Right. Did not see the fourth. (laughs) Fifth comes out. Yeah. The Rock's in it. Yeah. Wrestling. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm obviously going to go see The Rock shoot a gun at Vin Diesel. (laughs) Right. And then it's just the history from there. uh, It became this perfect Saturday morning cartoon that, Uh, (laughs) that if you hate it, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're such yeah. an asshole. I, I, if you don't like the Fast movies, ironically or unironically, there's a pretty good chance I don't fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they are, they are fucking popcorn movies, 100%. Like, and Daddy's hungry for some snacks. I will tell you this. I got up to use the restroom during Fast Night. At one point, and it was during one of the fucking 
outrageously long exposition times. <laughs> like there were like I knew that I had at least when I stood up, I knew I had at least three pages of dialogue to get through before the next action beat happened. Uh, also, you know what that next action beat was when I came back? Dom Toretto punching down a fu- or pulling down a fucking silo or whatever the fuck that thing they were in was. Every movie, those guys and girls get a new superpower. Sometimes it's strength. Sometimes it's flight. It doesn't matter. This one, Dom Toretto is getting punched and kicked by 20 people. Yep. 20 Easy. people. Easy 20 people. Grabs two cha- two massive chains. He definitely watched Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> saw The Rock pull that helicopter back. He's like, I got to do that too. He's like, well, I have to be stronger than The Rock. I'm going to pull down a goddamn concrete ceiling <laughs> by just, just a little tug. Yeah, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like... Like he pulled the slack out of the fucking chains when he did it. Like they, those chains were taut, and he went eh, eh. like <laughs> it, like it was, it was like the same amount of tug that I would put to untie my shoe. It, and that motherfucker brought down a silo. Or is that what we're gonna call it? We're in Mister Nobody's secret hideout, right? I, okay, right before he pulls the ceiling down. I can't get this image out of my head. Go. He okay. He lets Letty escape, and he's like, "I gotta stay and fight all these guys." Yeah. So he turns around, flexes both muscles. Yes, he does, and jumps off a ladder onto twenty you guys. Damn right he did. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's like a, he, he, he fucking took, did a ram jam. He took out ten guys before the twenty guys finally kind of overwhelmed him. They didn't even really overwhelm him. No, he he is on the ground getting kicked by all of them and looks mildly inconvenienced, stands up, and just pushes them all away. Yep, absolutely. Pushes them into the fucking water way below. And I was so bummed when he fell in that water because I knew we were going to get another talkie flashback. Like him, I knew him going towards the white light was going to be at least ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, and it and it was, and it was. You know what? <laughs> and there's not very many movies that I'll put up with that much fucking downtime. Uh, in. Fast is predictable, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was just, and then like one of the other things that I was like, uh, you just kind of get to that point. It, I feel like you get to this point in every fast movie I've seen. Is is you get to the point where you're just on board, like like you're not. I'm not gonna fight any giant logistical or or huge plot hole. I don't fucking care at this point. Like John Cena, bad guy. John Cena, the last twenty minutes of the movie, good guy. Good guy. Because <laughs> we did that. You know, I do appreciate that. And the Fast and Furious movies, you start as a bad guy. And then the next movie, you get to be a good guy because yeah. the crowd liked you enough. Absolutely. This one, they're like, why wait till the next movie? Let's halfway through. Go just, ahead. The third act, we're going to have John Cena helping out so that we just we can just get said, past Listen, that. we've got two left, and we've got to get him in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, I don't know if he comes back. I think he does. But if he does come back, I want to see him come back in Hobbs and Shaw. Give him a little more humor. And I want to see him and The Rock fuck around together. Yep, 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 yep. And him and Statham. I, I mean, I want to see Statham do everything. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, 
you know, The Rock burned his bridges with Vin Diesel. Statham didn't burn bridges with anybody, but so I he can be. Like, but I feel like the fast the fast franchise is kind of like WWE. You never say never in the in the WWE. Like everybody's come back, so like you have to assume that it's kind of the same thing where they were like, eh, and then he goes, "It's not enough money." <laughs> and they go, "Eh," and he goes. Fine. <laughs> Speaking of money, I did see that Statham said that for the next Hobbs and Shaw, he once paid the same as The Rock. And I'm like, sir, Mr. Statham. Mr. Statham. I know I've been in your ear since Transporter telling you how great you are. Right. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the world isn't as on board with Jason Statham. Which I don't get. Go watch the goddamn Transporter movies. Watch the crank. Watch he's, Snatch. Watch Snatch. He's watch Lockstock. Yeah, well, he's great. In, like now, granted, those are Guy Ritchie movies, so they're like they're different than every other Statham movie. Kinda. Statham's made. I will admit, Statham's made some shitty, boring movies. I mean, so is The Rock. What? Oh yeah. The problem is Statham's shitty, boring movies only make like. 15 million, 30 million. The Rock's shitty, boring movies make a billion yeah, fucking that, dollars. That fucking Primal Rage movie that had no right to make millions of dollars made millions of dollars. <laughs> the Hercules movie. The Hercules, yeah. Ooh, yuck. 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 That was, I don't want to see any movie where The Rock wears sandals. You know what? <laughs> I, I got to find out right now. We'll, we'll keep talking, but I'm looking up to see what uh, The Rock's lowest grossing movie in is and why is it scorpion king <laughs> people love brendan fraser absolutely so it's not scorpion king no 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 because brendan fraser wasn't in scorpion king you're right he was in return mummy returns he was in mummy returns and they thought that that movie was strong enough to build an entire an entire different movie off of like they're i think they're still making scorpion king movies Holy shit, they did make him with like Ron Perlman and and Randy Couture. (laughs) Man, but that's what I'm saying is is that my assumption would be that Scorpion King got to be the lowest. He's been in some dog shit though. Like I'm pretty sure- Tooth Fairy? He was in Tooth Fairy. Game Plan? He was in Jim and the Holograms. Oh yeah? Which that probably is his lowest. We're going to find out right now. The Rock, <laughs> The Rock, lowest <laughs> <laughs> grossing <laughs> movie. We're gonna find out right now. And the five highest, the five lowest. Here we go. Oh, this is 2019. Eh, that's close enough. That's yeah. Uh, what have we had by the like before? Like, like, I'm gonna Jumanji? give you. I'm just gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you one and one. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go all all the the highest and lowest because I just I, I feel like that's a lot of a lot of information that none of us need. <laughs> I can live the rest of my life. The lowest grossing uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie is Southland Tales. Bullshit. If you guys have not seen Southland Tales, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> have you seen it? I have not seen it. Do you know what it is? No. Craziest cast ever. Uh, 
what fuck what's his name uh the guy who did donnie darko richard kelly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. richard kelly this was his follow-up to donnie darko he wanted to make the most he wanted to make the most pretentious movie with the least pretentious cast that was his <laughs> Love goal that. so it's a movie about the end of the world runs like two and a half hours like almost three if i remember correctly uh-huh. but the cast is the rock we got Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> We've got Justin Timberlake. We've got Stifler. We've got... <laughs> all right. All right. You know what? Say no more. <laughs> because I'm fucking in. Uh, his highest grossing movie is Furious 7. The one where Paul died. Yeah. Yeah. That make, Okay. That makes sense. I mean, all those guys made a whole bunch of money off Paul Walker's death. <laughs> The value of a dead rock star. I'm I'm sorry for even putting that in the universe, everyone. I apologize because R.I.P. Paul Walker. Hey, he's not dead in the fast universe, though. You got him right. You're right. My wife is mad because I was supposed to have dinner ready when she got home. And there was... Oh, you were just oh, coming. Oh, you're Paul Walkering us. <laughs> I like my Paul's Walker. <laughs> um, but yeah, Furious Seven. That's not surprising at all. No, no, that was. I think that what we're finding out is that if you want your movie to make a lot of fucking money, you put. Dwayne the Rock, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or as Dan Housen says, the Rock or uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson, in <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, because like even his low grossings are like forty one million dollars. Like, man, what a wild, what a wild career that guy's had. Started in football. Ended being the most famous person on the planet. Yeah, (laughs) went to the CFL, the Canadian Football League. I've read his 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 ghost written autobiography. It's not good, but I you telling me that the Rock did not write the Rock says he did not write the Rock says. It was a ghost writer. He could write so many more books. Yeah, I think he's had so much happen since then. You you absolutely right because I'm pretty sure the last one leaves off when he like becomes WWF champion in like 1999. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, let's see what else with Fast and the Furious? Is there anything else we should? Uh, I think that we should talk about. I think we should talk about the fact that uh, we watched a fucking uh, a three trailered semi. Yeah. Turn up on its end. And that I had the conversation with a coworker that said, I wonder how they did that. And I had to look at them and say, CGI, that's how they did that. That was not a practical effect. There's no way that was a practical effect. It was real. It was real. (laughs) Everything that happens is real. The car that swings across the... the fucking Batman car the fucking <laughs> he sends out the fucking hook and <laughs> he just says hold on hold yeah. on hits the Nas yeah. Yeah. hopes for the best yep there was a I I I kind of stumbled across like this YouTube video of this guy saying that uh, Fast 9 is the worst of the franchise 
and the first thing that he said was the grappling car thing and i and my first thought was go fuck yourself <laughs> see <laughs> my first thought was eat a dick <laughs> yeah yeah it just seems like you don't like having fun that's what i heard was is you don't like fun I don't know if you can't find enjoyment one way or another out of a Fast and Furious movie. Who are you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you don't like, if you, if you, if you don't fuck with Fast and the Furious, I don't fuck with you. It's turned into that very much. It's turned into this ideology that maybe, maybe you're not a good person. Maybe you don't understand what fun is. It's like, like. I can say this with 100% certainty. I have not, I have the last, before this one, before Fast 9, the last Fast and the Furious movie I saw in theaters was Too Fast, Too Furious. That's how long it had been. Um, now, have I went back and watched some of the other ones? I, I will even tell you I haven't seen all of them. I haven't yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Don't, this is not, this is not an indictment of me not liking the Fast franchise but i can tell you this that nine made me want to go back and watch all of them including three which i hated i don't think there's ever going to be another franchise like fast and the furious i would agree they've built a marvel universe better than marvel out of street racers out of guys who stole fucking dvd players yeah yeah like at one point in this movie letty's like i just can't leave this behind i'm like Leave what? Leave what? You've been a secret agent for five years. Before that, you were just dating a criminal. (laughs) Who raced on the weekends. (laughs) I also like that the the subtle, the subtle, like, like, uh, um, cameo by the guy from Mayans as the dad of Dom and John Cena. What was John Cena's name? Jacob. Jacob. I could not remember his name. I, I, I only remember because I've seen it three times. I get that. <laughs> I mean, I'll always remember Dom Toretto. Like, if I could get a Dom tattoo, I would. Like a tattoo of Vin? Like, I don't know if I'd get a Vin tattoo. I think I'd probably get Dom equals family or Toretto equals family. I think that that would be the fucking move. <laughs> I'm going to get a bottle of Corona with angel wings and a halo that says rest in peace, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's still alive in these movies. <laughs> he is. He yeah. showed, the movie literally ends with them being like, "There's one more seat at the table," <laughs> and then a car pulls up, and you're like, "Oh, there's Paul Walker." They they spend ten minutes of like maybe not ten minutes. It felt like ten minutes of the end of the movie about Dom convincing his child to say grace. That is how that movie ends. Little Brian. Little Brian. Little Brian. Little LB. Um, and that's that is the level that these movies take themselves like on a serious matter is you can get grappling cars, but you will also get a man talking to his son about saying grace and how he is he has earned his seat at the table. Honestly, it was the biggest thing that's made me want to go to church ever. <laughs> like if if Dom Toretto is like Garrett. <laughs> You gotta go to church. Like, you're fucking right, I do. Yeah, I'm so you know sorry, what? and I'm sorry for saying fucking. <laughs> yeah, that is my bad. I will. <laughs> do you have Do you have a specific denomination you would like me to attend? 
I bet Catholic with all the fucking rosaries around that fucking place. <laughs> they're just crosses. They're not rosaries, but fuck. I yeah, I'll wear a cross. Oh oh oh. Speaking of which, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No no no. The fact that the way in which they introduce that Jacob John Cena is Dom's brother is by him standing on a cliff. Where he's wearing his necklace backwards. That is how they introduce John Cena to this universe. We didn't even need to see his face to know. Yeah. We saw a necklace. <laughs> As you said, I need to specify again. Backwards. Like Full he is, backwards. Like, you know how Guy Fieri wears his sunglasses when he's inside the building? That's how he's doing it with his necklace. But he going he going backwards necklace. The, the rest of the movie frontwards he just it was the, like it was the it was the most heavy-handed thing in that movie and i was fucking here for it it's like if you're going to the bathroom and you're wearing a tie you got to throw it over your shoulder <laughs> you got to throw that something well, <laughs> over your shoulder <laughs> yep it was a uh, man that was one of the like like he was looking through i'm pretty sure he's looking through binoculars at that point and in my head, he's throwing the necklace behind him because he's afraid it's going to interfere with how he can see through those binoculars. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I don't think because he's far enough away from Dom that Dom's not going to go, hey, that's a cross. That's my brother. Because and the cross is how he fucking finds it. Yes, exactly. In the okay. Mr. Nobody is getting abducted. In, a, in an iPad. Dom's watching through the iPad, zooms in on a thing that looks like nothing. And Hans and Hans and Hans and Hans and Hans and Hans. Cross necklace. Gotta be my bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, and, and like, let, let's also talk about the fucking elephant in the room. Dom, John Cena, outside of just an outrageous amount of muscle, look nothing alike. We have no clue what Dom Toretto's ethnicity is. <laughs> we don't know. Vin Diesel, his like he keeps that secret. Yeah, he has always kept that secret. In this movie, though, Charlize Theron, <laughs> in dialogue, says, "I knew the Toretto's had mixed blood. I never detected any Nordic in there." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is is that, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I want a movie with just young Dom and young Jacob. And I like, I mean, it, it seems as they don't look anything alike. Is there an adoption situation happening here? There's two more movies, man. We We're can find out. Well, his, did we, we don't know what happened to his mom. That's true. We just know his dad's dead. Yeah, we know his dad's dead. His mom can be somebody incredibly oh, famous. Spoiler alert. John Cena killed his dad. Not on purpose. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I didn't say it was on purpose. I'm just saying don't fucking blame him. I'm not, bla <laughs> I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming. He did it because his dad was apparently in debt and had to throw a race. But it Wait. runs in direct. It runs in direct reflection uh, or uh, a direct. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, uh, when something is like he has a conversation with Dom. And the guy, um, his fucking like pit crew leader, Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker. Thank you. Where he's like, 
I understand that I'm comfortable in my placing and that I'm going to make it to NASCAR. But I need you to change these spark plugs because I'm not comfortable with coming in second place. Yet he's still throwing that race. Why the fuck did he need to say any of that to Michael Rooker? Because these movies need to be two and a half hours and you got to fill time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> you know what? And and they have to have an action be every three to four pages. It can't be every Whether page. that be a NASCAR race. Holy or... shit. Go ahead. Well, no, no, no. What are we what are we missing? Holy shit. What if do you think that we could get the Fast and the Furious franchise to make a super cut? of just the action sequences through all 11 movies. I hope. I can. There's somebody out there that can do that. It might be on YouTube now. Oh man. Like that like like cut out cut the fat. Like what you can do is 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 just give me <laughs> the action sequences and between each action sequence you have to choose one one time that Dom Toretto says family. And you just you intercut him saying family in between each action sequence. And I don't think that there would be that much. I don't think it would be that effective. Here's another thing. Go. I have a friend that hooked up eight televisions, eight DVD players, and watched all of them at once. I think there's a lot of different ways you can consume the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Uh, I think that that is full blown overload. <laughs> I think I think that uh, there. I think you run the risk of coming too hard <laughs> <laughs> to watch all nine at the same time. <laughs> because if that happens, it's it, you, they like that's the reason that there's an action beat every three to four pages and not every page is because they don't want people passing out. <laughs> you do have to give people time to breathe. Yeah. This one, I just, I felt like I was hooked to a goddamn oxygen tank. Like they, <laughs> I, I was breathing too much. I, <laughs> you're, you're right. There were, there were times in that movie, like there was an entire conversation had on top of that, that semi truck that was unnecessary. <laughs> there was uh what was the name of the bodyguard guy that with all the tattoos Oh, I, him getting slammed through a road sign and not budging. And no selling the fuck out of it. People no sell a lot in these movies. Uh, and I, it makes me think that maybe wrestling's fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. And I believe the audibly, I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Dom gets thrown through like the frame of a doorway. Like people. Uh, yeah. God. I know if, if it sounds like maybe we had a couple complaints with the movie, but not really. Not really. Like, like if the, I think the the biggest complaint I have is that I needed that movie to be about an hour longer and I needed about an hour less of dialogue. Um, but with that being said, we get to see motherfuckers bumping cars to catch people who have jumped out of buildings you know, I don't know that anybody jumped out of a building, but I mean, in what was it in seven? They ramp a car out of buildings. Right. So they, there's no rules in these movies. I mean, here's what I'll also say is Tyrese, like, again, spoilers. Tyrese brings that to the forefront 
of nine. He says it out the gate. He goes, I think we might be invincible. <laughs> he said, do you know how many missions we've been on? Right. And I don't have a scratch to show for it. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's the most meta character in cinema right now, possibly. Because he's going, right? Like, he's turning to the crowd and going, I understand that you guys have to just suspend your disbelief quite a bit for these movies. Ludacris, join me on this journey, why don't you? And Ludacris plays the exact opposite of him, where he goes, I don't know, man. Shit's just great for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a great movie. I had a friend who said, because he said, since they're breaking this next one in half, they have to kill somebody. Somebody's got to die in part A. You think it's Luda? I think it might be Tyrese. I think it might be Luda. Do you think it's got to be? It's, mm, both of them could be good for a spinoff. But honestly, you got to have big stakes if we're doing I would this. Almost, like, honestly, I would. I if I were in charge of the Fast and the Furious franchise, which what we're finding out is, is if you go to the correct diner, <laughs> you can have some semblance of control over this fucking franchise. <laughs> Um, I think that I would pitch a Tyrese Ludacris movie as a standalone. Let's let those two get into wacky hijinks all by themselves. Maybe it can be based on the jet ski racing that Ludacris did or the uh, the demolition derby that that Tyrese was part of from part two. You're part, yeah, yeah, you're going way back. <laughs> Like, that's what I want to see is I want to see them run Miami with Mr. Worldwide. Shit. That's how you get Mr. Worldwide into these. Those Tired. boys are from Miami. You bring you. They go, we got a friend that wants to come in and help out. And then he just and then Mr. Worldwide walks through the door, Pibble, and he makes some fucking wild ass noise. And they go, I don't know, Dom's other brother. <laughs> Because he's the bald. other brother that looks like yeah, him, that yeah, actually yeah. makes sense. Because because what I would say is, is Pitbull's ethnicity is also you know like he he he's you can you he can fall into a lot of categories. Like like I think that Dom and I think that Vin Diesel and and Pitbull look similar. Not not just from a perspective. That's who they should have cast as John Cena. John Cena should have just been a bad guy. I'm fucking angry. You had your perfect opportunity to have Mr. Worldwide in your movies and you missed out. You missed the fuck out. There's still time. There's right. still time. Anyone can show up in these things. We've got two more plus a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Plus they're doing the all female possibly. The, possibly an all female one. Possibly a Tyrese Ludacris which is just speculation from us at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, that we just made up. We we put in the universe. Um, Go see the fucking movie, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the fuck are you doing with your life? It is worth every dollar. We've waited to be able to go back to a movie theater and enjoy the cinematic experience. And why the fuck wouldn't you make your first, your first movie choice, Fast 9? It's because you hate fun. You it hate. seems like you hate fun. Yeah. That's all there is to it. <laughs> and you've listened to us talk to you about this movie for 52 minutes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is 
half the runtime. <laughs> you know, how much we talked? Not even anywhere near how much they yeah, talk in this yeah. movie. There, you, you've still got another 30 minutes of exposition in that movie. <laughs> Han's come, we didn't even mention Han. Han's back. Oh, yeah. Fucking maybe Gal Gadot comes back. I don't there know. we go. I, I mean, I, I would assume that Gal Gadot's got to come back. She's she's very famous. Yes. We regret killing her. And also, and the other part about that, I would say, is, is that the DC cinematic universe isn't what I would call the most successful of all the cinematic universes. So They got a couple problems. Yeah, just a few. So Gal, the money... Isn't fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck! I kind of want to go watch it again. Anytime, literally right. anytime. By the next time we have recorded an episode, I will have seen it a couple more times. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and I might uh, accompany you. You want to come along? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, before we go, should we talk a little bit about wrestling? Should we I mention mean, if we wrestling? Would, if we would like to, um, we can talk. What, what, what would you like to talk about in wrestling? Okay, I do want to bring up uh, something really fucking funny happened at GCW's last show. Yes. Because I didn't watch a ton of wrestling between the last couple episodes, or the between the last episode, I guess. But did you happen to watch GCW's Wyoming show? I did not. Tell me. Did you I'll hear what know. happened to your boy Manders? I uh, No. I, okay, so Father's Day weekend, I did convince my dad to watch Outlaw Mud show with me. I have not seen him laugh this hard in a long time. Manders goes to the ring on a horse. <laughs> he he comes to the edge of the bar. Like, crowd's going fucking wild. They're ready for Manders. He's fighting Justice. Justice is already in the ring. Manders walks up to the doorway on this horse. The horse looks at all the crowd cheering turns around and leaves <laughs> and Manders just disappears. <laughs> Love it. Joey Janela is crying on commentary and he's just like, his fucking gimmicks. He's a cowboy. <laughs> but, damn it. but it could not have been more perfect where the horse leaves. It takes forever for Manders to actually make his entrance because he has to get off the horse outside because the horse is not coming to the ring. <laughs> the horse said not. I'm good. <laughs> and earlier in the night, Jimmy Lloyd rode a donkey to the ring. Fuck had yeah. no problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Manders, uh, great match, but it will very much be overshadowed by... E- either they were scared, either that horse was scared of all the people, or <laughs> that horse was a Matt Justice fan. <laughs> <laughs> and said... No, Mr. Steven Manders. <laughs> uh, no, Mr. One Called Manders. We need to turn around. <laughs> Highlight of the night, though. Main event. Uh, Nick Gage versus... I w- almost want to say Manders again. Manser. Yeah, Manser. It was, it was versus Manser. Get the cops called on them. Oh, 100%. Eight police officers show up. <laughs> yep. Because this match got too wild, and some people thought that it was... Real. A little too real. Yeah. I think, I'm wondering if the cops got called at the point when they were brawling around the crowd and destroyed the concession stand. I would assume that that's what it was. It could have been the person behind the concession stand that's like, they had ruined our no chips. no idea what the fuck was going to happen. Let me say this. Let me say this. I saw some Instagram, like, stories of all the wrestlers <laughs> setting 
while the cops walked around and talked to everybody. <laughs> it looked like there was a lot of snickering. Yes. It looked like everybody was in the principal's of... office for that. <laughs> yep. And what I have to say to that is, is like, hey, you know what, Gage, Manser, good on you. Good on you. You made somebody in that crowd believe. <laughs> well, it's either when they destroyed the concession stand or the finale of that match did get a little wild for what I think goes on in Wyoming. Yes. <laughs> it ended with Nick Gage stapling Mance Warner's tongue to a door, putting an entire can of lighter fluid on the door, and then setting it on fire. Yep. That is, I mean, I get it. If you're in the crowd, you're watching that, it feels like a crime. <laughs> you feel like an accessory. You know, we've all been there. Yes. <laughs> we've all been at a death match where shit got a little too wild. But what you got to do is not call the cops. Let it yes. just let it play out. Yeah, because first of all, all cops are bastards. Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start there. Fuck cops forever. Um, and number two, remember, you're at a show. And those and the and those cops aren't gonna help the show. They're gonna make the show come to a screeching halt. I mean, thank God it was the main event. one hundred percent. We were already at the end. Thank God Nick Gage got out before they even got to question him. That's absolutely right. I was just about to say, can you imagine Nick Gage? He was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> like, like man has lived on the straight and narrow for long enough that he shouldn't be nervous around cops, but I don't know that it's nerves that Nick Gage gets around cops. I bet that there is a I bet there is a strong feeling of wanting to hit a cop in the mouth from Nick Gage. It's not his fault that he looks guilty. <laughs> you absolutely right. You absolutely right. It's not his fault. Nick Gage for Fast and Furious. Goddamn right. He needs to be the goddamn final boss. Yeah, that's what in I'm all saying. Of this. Listen. Listen, Fast and the Furious, I know I said something about Ludacris and Tyrese having their own movie. I will scrap that completely if you just want to put some deathmatch wrestlers in Fast 10 or 11. Like, like put G-Raver in as, like, the big bad guy. Schlack is a great henchman. Schlack would be a, I think that, Schla you know what? I think that Schlack would be a great bodyguard for G-Raver in a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. I yeah. think that you could, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, I'm saying Jeff Cannonball can run a shop. Yep. You go absolutely. in and get some information from him. Give the audience what they want. There is obviously crossover here. We love fast and the furious. You're willing to listen to us and we love Deathmatch. So just give us what we want. You, you already tapped the wrestling market. Now get guys that'll do the stunts themselves. You cut down on costs. I I am on board with this. I agree with you. Uh, oh, little off topic. Go. Uh, Derek reached out to me and said, did you see the new Halloween trailer? Have you watched that yet? I haven't Halloween watched Kills. the new Halloween Kills. He said, and he's right, Mike Myers might be a deathmatch wrestler. Fuck. He kills somebody with a light tube in it. Fuck yeah. In the trailer alone, you see about 18 kills. So how many are going to be in the movie? If they're showing me that many, like, it shows him coming out of the burning rubble from the end of the, the most recent one and killing an entire fire department. 
I know Fuck yeah. John Carpenter has said this one has the highest body count of any of any Halloween movie, which based on the trailer alone, I can tell you is accurate. Yeah. Because I can't think that like 18 people died in any of them. That's what I was about to say is, is that I think that the trailer alone has the highest body count of any Halloween movie. Uh, Deathmatch. I'm in. Mike yep. Myers, who do you book him against? Uh, I book I book Mark Myers against... Ooh, he keep he just keeps getting up. So you got to have somebody who's willing. Schlack. I mean, I mean, I think that's going to be my answer for most people. Is is Schlack? I'm going to book him because because goddamn it, Schlack's going to try to kill him. <laughs> I there are very few things that I wouldn't cash Schlack in. You absolutely fucking like, right. Jeopardy, Alex Trebek's gone. Who do you get? <laughs> fucking Schlack. You get fucking Schlack. You send in some of his commentary tapes. That yeah. guy is great. He, he has he has a a vast arbitrary knowledge. Like you would there are things that Schlack says in commentary where I go, there's no fucking reason that <laughs> anyone should know this. And Schlack is schooling me about shit. <laughs> Speaking of Schlack schooling, uh, he said on Twitter this last week, he had like some growth on his head and he basically did some self-surgery and hit an artery and it was squirting. I saw the fucking squirt. Holy shit. And I had a friend message me and just say like, he needs to not do this. If he could just post this, I would have bought a fucking shirt or something so that he could go to the doctor. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, <laughs> as a, a startup member of this community, that's not the way. <laughs> that is not the way at all. I think that I told the story on the on this, didn't I? About after my match with AJ. About uh, the... Oh going yeah, to the hospital. you said Nolan. Yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna have to go to the hospital. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I was j- content super gluing that thing, and <laughs> Nolan was not content with me super gluing that <laughs> thing because he said we are gonna super glue this, but I can't super glue it to anything else because you were missing a severe chunk of skin. <laughs> but you know what? That's just that's that is the death match way. If I can get out of going to the hospital, that's what I'm gonna do. That's that's my new that's my that's my first and neutral gear is I don't want to do any of that. It's a waste of time. It's gonna cost a lot of money. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just let's just fucking operate on ourselves. Fuck it. Uh before we get out of here, I had a friend who listened to the podcast. Who, she does not watch Deathmatch. She sent me a tweet and said, "Is does this count as a Deathmatch? And it was a man who lost... <laughs> he lost his fantasy sports team, like his fantasy football league. Yeah. And he had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. And for every waffle he ate, it would cut one hour off of the time that he had to spend in there. Okay. But I believe he was still in a Waffle House for like 17 hours and vomited multiple times outside <laughs> while eating the waffles. Uh, does the, She wanted to know, does that count as a death match? <laughs> I would say I think it qualifies. I think it qualifies because as a, as a member of, of the human race that, that has frequented a Waffle House... 
you can put maybe one of those things down. Like, I tend to stay away from the waffles at Waffle House. <laughs> you would think it would be their specialty, but their specialty is definitely not that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a death match for sure. Uh, yeah, and I also was wondering, because for the last podcast, I did spend a full day in a movie theater watching Hobbs and Shaw. If I spend a full day in a theater watching Fast 9, is that a death match? Uh, I think the likelihood of the exposition, like if, if you get, if the, the right amount. The fourth of, or fifth time I'm going you, through you're the You're losing your fucking, yeah, you're, you're, lo- you're losing, the, that is when, that is when you start tying that noose. <laughs> because, I mean, as much as I love to hear Dom Toretto talk about fucking family. I don't want to hear that six times in a row because I already like six times, six times in a row because man, Ugh. I feel like I've got to, I don't know why I feel like I have to, maybe it's because I have regal unlimited. Um, let me say this, Garrett, you have nothing to prove, <laughs> <laughs> but I got to prove to myself. I know you I got to prove to my family. I understand. I understand. That, that you have to see it for all those people who haven't seen it, but you have nothing to prove. If you want to spend 12 hours doing it, by all means. But I think that's the cutoff. <laughs> I think you've got it. I think, I, think, I think if you walk into a theater at 8 o'clock and you don't walk out of that theater at 8 o'clock, whew, I don't know even know what time Regal start showing films. I guess it depends if I go on a weekend. Yeah, because they, they start pretty early. They start at 11. Yeah. So 11. Okay. So then I say, I say the most, the over under would be the most times that you should consume fast nine in one day without, um, some sort of mental breakdown would probably be three times. I was going to say four. I almost said four, three times. That fourth one would be brutal. I think so. I think it's too much. I think it's too much. I think that if you consume it that fourth time, that is the moment that you like, you lose sense of reality. Like then you go out and you try to grapple your car. There's sadder ways to go out. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to grapple a car. And then next week, maybe we talk Sick Nick Mondo. Let's talk Sick Nick Mondo. I did watch week. a couple Sick Nick matches for this week. Let's save that for hey, next time. And uh, would you call him Sick? I was a little disappointed that when I went to IWTV and typed in Sick Nick Mondo that one match came up. Oh, really? I don't know if maybe I have to put in Nick Mondo or maybe their search. Just Mondo? Mondo. Or... <laughs> but it was, I wasn't disappointed in the match because it ended up being a, a no-rope barbed wire match with him and Gage. Ooh, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. It was like from 2001. Uh, but I want to watch more than that. Absolutely. I'll watch more than that. We'll, uh, we'll talk that next week. Yeah, we'll talk that. All right. Uh, where can they find you on social media? I am at Gartet on all social media. Where can they find you in the wrestling world? Oh, uh, uh, so not to date this podcast, but I'm going to, I'm going to date it. It's again the a end, of the, it's the end yeah. of the episode. Date it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I will be in what? Three days. Four yeah. Days? We say four this days, comes out, this comes out on Thursday. So, okay. So it comes out on Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yeah. In three days, 
from this this podcast release, July fourth, I will be at No Peace Underground uh, in a No Ring Death Match against Mister Term- Tournament of S- Survival Bam Sullivan. Now he's not. I guess he's not Tournament of Sur- Mister Tournament of Survival. I guess that's kind of Alex Cologne considering he won. He won. But but a man who was in Tournament of Survival, I get to wrestle Bam Sullivan and. Then uh, the next thing that has been announced is I will be in uh, action and SCI's future showcase um, August 6th. Um, I can't remember the start time. I want to say it's like one or two for that show. Okay. What, uh, what's the start time for No Peace? Uh, five o'clock is what time that show goes uh, live on IWTV. Okay. God damn. Fourth of July is going to be a hot one. Oh, yeah. We, we I mean... We get Backyard and a No Peace show oh, yeah. in the same day? Absolutely. I don't have to go outside and look at fireworks. <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to see plenty of fire. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. This is going to be a blast. Yep. And uh, then... Uh, and then... There's... Yeah, I got some other stuff coming down the pike, but we'll talk next week. Um, we'll talk after I'm back from Orlando and by that point, the other things should be most likely announced. So then we can talk about it. it Looking forward to it. Absolutely. All oh, right, everybody. Have, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. One more. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Hardway Heater. You can find me on Instagram at Hardway Heater. And don't look up my Facebook because that's personal and you can't have it. Don't look at his fucking Facebook, yeah. okay? Look away. But thank you for listening to this podcast. Yes, so we'll be back next time. All right. See you later. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs>